What's up, guys? Welcome to the Drunken Ship Podcast, episode 27. It's a Halloween episode, so should be a treat for you guys. Uh, we're currently it's a on... Halloween episode? I thought we were just, it's you know, normal. vibing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. We're actually on Apple Podcast now, so someone can clap for that for you. Yeah, me. yeah. Woo! And we're on Spotify. Yeah, currently on Spotify and Apple Podcast now, so we have... Some good nice, nice, hosting nice. sites for us to view at or listen to. We got to our fingers in all the pies. We record, well, not record, we upload every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So it's a new date for you guys. That's the new time. So uh, let's start the show. Where are we cool, starting? Cool. It's a oh, yeah. spooky theme episode, guys. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know, this is a. In my, like, th- <laughs> <laughs> In my like three years of podcasting, and I've never done a specifically Halloween episode before. How long have you been recording, actually? Uh, I well, I did for film's sake for like three and a half years. Three and a half. And then I took a break, and then I make podcasts for other people, but I haven't been in a podcast myself. I just, I'm wearing no pants, and I just took my socks off, so that's why I don't have a camera yet, Crockett. That's the oh. scariest costume. <laughs> yeah, the scariest thing about today is that I have absolutely no pants. Are you um, home? We stand in public. <laughs> yeah. yeah well yeah sometimes it's a party um but i guess today we're just doing like like spooky stuff yeah just spooky uh, stories yeah, bring yeah. Just spooky shit. spookies or something movies serious spooky it's a haunted podcast literally Ooh. oh shit <laughs> what's up i so, can't wait to say, like listen Brian, to something uh, like fucking uh apple what about apple it's, it's gonna sound it's gonna sound so clean what you gotta edit it to make it sound clean though yeah <laughs> well tate did um, a great job because the, yeah. the last podcast we just uploaded it sounded so fucking nice yeah it tastes good it tastes a good man uh, uh, gotta take out the katana. no you gotta leave the sword on come on the sword stays on during sex does the mask stays on crockett uh, no, this is stabbing me in the neck so bad right now. <laughs> it's red right there. <laughs> I was gonna, uh, uh, I'll, I'll leave the wig on, but the mask, the mask can uh, chill out. Perfect. Actually, can I put the mask right here on my costume? Put, put, put it on your mic. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, let's put it like. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. That looks insane. Oh. <laughs> God, look at my neck. Look, look at it. Like, oh my god. It's oh god. so red where it was like stabbing me in the neck. You got a vampire there. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Yeah, um, was, you guys are right. This is a very kinky mask. It is. It is it's, it's a gimp mask in disguise. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so since we're doing the spooky stuff, Crockett's got some haunted house shit that has been happening in his apartment. Yeah, uh, my, heart, my apartment's haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to hear that. And then Colin's got a little story. I don't know what the fuck Tay has, but I'm just I following have, off what people says. Makes sense. Okay. Well, I have a little. Yeah, I'm just, read. I'm just browsing the subreddit right now. That's really it. Trying to find some spooky stuff. Some little short sound bites. Some yeah. little spooks. Some just little go crazy in this podcast. I, I, I think of something. Yeah. Go crazy. Uh. Yeah. Well, said he had a. Bryce said he had a story. I think. Uh, I think he should start first if he wants to start. Yeah, yeah, I got it. It's a little read. I don't know how long it'll take me to read, but we're fucking going through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Something Walks Whistling Past My House Every Night at 3.03 a.m. 
With Ghost Week Club. Uh, it is su- submitted 11 Watch months out. ago by someone called Grand Theft Moto. And it was nominated for the scariest story of 2019 in the subreddit. So, question. Oh, wow. What's the last time he posted? Uh, what is the last time this man posted? Make sure he's still alive. Make sure. <laughs> he, he, like, he posted, yeah. the last thing he posted is like, I hear something outside. What is that story? <laughs> yeah. He, it's like just a picture, blurry picture. Yeah. He posted <laughs> actually an hour ago and he's writing a book. He's publishing oh, sweet. it. Oh. So, Promoting his book. Nice. Shout out to him. Yeah. Grand Theft Moto. Tell you, put his name up on the screen somewhere. Grand Theft Moto? Uh, yeah. Grand Theft Moto. <laughs> Grand Theft Moto. So anyway, here it is. It's something walks whistling past my house every night at 3.03 a.m. Every night, no matter the weather, something walks down our street whistling softly. You can only hear it if you're in the living room or the kitchen when they walk by. And it always starts exactly at 3.03. The sound starts faint, somewhere near the beginning of the lane near the Carson Place. We're towards the middle of the street, so the whistling moves past us before fading away in the direction of the cul-de-sac. When I was younger, my sister and I would sneak into the kitchen some nights to listen. Mom and Dad didn't like that, and we'd catch hell if they found us there, but they were never too hard on us since we always stuck to the one big rule. Don't try to look at whatever was whistling. My neighborhood is a funny place. I lived here since I was six, and I love it. The houses are small but well-kept, Good-sized yards, plenty of places to roam. There are a lot of other kids here my age. I turned 13 back in October. We grew up together and would always play Foursquare in the cul-de-sac or roam around from the back porch to back porch in the summer. This was a good place to grow up. I'm old enough to see it, and there's only the two strange things here. The night whistling and the good luck. The whistling never bothered me much. Like I said, I couldn't even hear it from my bedroom. But mom and dad don't like talking about it, so I've stopped asking questions. My dad is a strong guy, tall and calm. He has an accent since he moved to the U.S. as a kid. His family, my grandparents, they're from the islands. That's what they call it. My dad, the only time he isn't so calm is if the whistler comes up. He talks a little quicker then. Eyes move faster. And he tells us not to think about it so much and to always remember the one rule. The big rule. Don't try to look outside when the whistler goes past. Not that we could look even if we wanted. See, there are shutters on the inside of every window, thick pieces of heavy canvas that pull down from the top and latch to the bottom of the window frame. Each latch even has a small lock, about the size of what you'd find on a diary. My dad locks those shutters every night before we all go to bed and keeps the key in his room. My mom... I don't know what she thinks about the whistling. I've seen her out in the living room before at 3.03 when the sound starts. I could see her if I cracked my door open just an inch to peek. She's not out there often. At least I haven't caught her much. But once or twice a month, I think she sits out there on her big red couch just listening. The whistler has the same tune every night. It's cheerful. Da-da, da-da-da-da, done. Remember how I said there are two odd things about where I live? Well... Besides her night whistler, everyone in my neighborhood is really lucky. It's hard to explain, and Dad doesn't like us talking about this part much either. But good things just seem to happen to people around here a lot. Usually, it's small things, winning a radio contest, or getting an unexpected promotion at work. Or finding some arrowheads buried in the jar. In the jarred, you know, the authentic kind. The weather is pretty good, and there's no crime, and everybody's gardens blooms extra bright in the fall. A million little blessings. I've heard my mom say about living here, but the main reason we stay here, why we moved here in the first place, is my sister Nola. 
She was born very sick, something with her lungs. We couldn't even bring her home when she was born, only visit her in the hospital. She was so small, I remember, small even compared to other babies. A machine had to breathe for her. We moved into our house here to be closer to the hospital. As soon as we moved here, Nola started getting better. The doctors couldn't figure it out. They chalked it up to whatever they were doing, but we all could tell they were confused. But my parents knew, even I knew. Nola getting better was just another of the million little blessings we got for living in our neighborhood. So that's why we stayed. Even after we found out that, for every small miracle that happens here every day, now and then, some bad things happen. But that would only happen if you look for the Whistler. See, our neighborhood has a welcoming committee. They show up with macaroni casserole and a gift basket and a manila folder whenever someone new moves in. They're very friendly. Four people showed up when we moved in seven years ago. The committee made small talk, gave me a Snickers bar, and took turns holding Nola. It was the first week out of the hospital, so they were extra careful. Then the committee asked to speak to my parents in private, so I was sent to my room where I still managed to hear nearby, to hear nearly every word. The welcoming committee told my parents about how nice the neighborhood was, really exceptionally hard to explain kind of nice. And then they told my parents about the even harder to explain whistling that happened every morning at 3.03 a.m. and ended at the tick of 3.05. The group, our new neighbors, warned my parents that the whistling was quiet, would never harm or hurt us, as long as we didn't look for what was making the sound. This part they stressed and I pushed to my and I pushed my ear into the door straining to hear them. People who when looking for the whistler had their luck change, sometimes tragically. A black cloud would hang over anyone that looked. Anything that would go wrong would. The manila envelope the committee the manila envelope the committee brought over contained newspaper clippings, stories about car crashes and ruined lives, public deaths and freak accidents. Not everyone dies, I heard, the na- I, ha- I heard the head of the committee tell my dad, but the life goes out of them. Even if they live, there's no light in them ever again, no presence. My mom, I could tell she wasn't taking it seriously. She kept asking if there was some prank they play on new neighbors. At one point, my mom got angry, accused the committee of trying to scare us out of our new home, asked them if they were racist on account of my dad being from the islands. My dad calmed her down, told her she could tell her new neighbors were sincere and that they were just trying to help us. He explained that he grew up hearing these kind of stories from his mom and that he knew there were strange things that walked among us. Some of those strange things were good and some were bad, but most were just different. After the committee left, dad went out of the... T- went out... Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, cut that out. After the committee <laughs> left, dad went out to the hardware store bought the canvas blinds, the latches, and the locks, and installed them on every window in the house after dinner. That first night in our new house, I crept out of my room at 3 a.m., only to find my dad awake, sitting on the living room couch, holding my baby sister. My dad held up his finger in a shh motion, but patted the couch next to him. I sat, and we waited. At exactly 3.03, we heard the whistling. It came and it went, just like a neighbor said. The whistling returns each night and we never look and we enjoy our million little blessings every day. Nola breeds on her own and she's grown into a strong, clever girl. My dad even joined the welcoming committee. We don't get new neighbors often. Why would anyone want to leave? But when a new family moves in, my dad and the committee bring them macaroni casserole, a gift basket, and a manila folder. 
I can always tell by the looks on my dad's face when he comes back the family took the committee seriously or if we'd be getting new neighbors again very soon. Not long after, not long ago, a family moved in directly next to us. The previous owner, Miss Maddie, passed away at age 105. She'd live a good, long life. Our new neighbors seemed like they'd fit in just fine. They believed the welcoming committee, took my dad's advice about the locking shutters since they had a young child of their own. Whatever newspaper clippings were in, that were in that manila envelope, whatever evidence my dad never let us see, but I imagine it must have been awfully convincing since our neighbors got along with no issues for the first month. One night, when our new neighbor had to leave town, they sent their son, Holden, to stay with us. He was 12, a year under me in school. I didn't know him well before that night, but as soon as his parents dropped him off after dinner, I could tell it was going to be a bad time. Do you know who is always out there whistling every night? Holden asked the moments the adults left the room. The three of us were sitting in the den, some Disney movie playing idly on the television. My sister and I exchanged a glance. We don't talk about that, I said. I think it's that weirdo that lives in the big yellow house in the corner, Holden said. Mr. Tolls? my sister asked. No way, he's really nice. Holden shrugged. Must be a psycho killer then. Nola tensed up. We don't talk about it, I repeated. Let's go in my room and play Nintendo. We spent the next few hours playing games, eating popcorn, and then watching movies. A typical sleepover, but I could see Holden was getting antsy. After my parents had wished us a good night, locked the blinds, and gone to bed, Holden stood up from his beanbag and walked over to where Nola and I were sitting on my bed. Have you ever even tried looking? he asked. It's nearly time. Like most sleepovers, we conveniently ignored any suggestion of a bedtime. I was shocked to see that he was right. It was almost 3 a.m. I sighed, we don't, see, I can, I can't even try to look, because my dad locks the blinds every night and hides the key. He continued, ignoring me. So does our dad, said Nola. No, replied Holden, no he doesn't. You saw him do it, I said, a little sharper than I meant to sound. Holden grinned. Your dad locks the blinds, yeah, but he doesn't hide the key. He keeps it right on his normal keychain. So, I asked, worried I already knew what he would say next because I had noticed how my dad didn't bother hiding the keys anymore after all of these years, because he knew we took it seriously. So after your dad locked up, but before your parents went to bed, I went to the bathroom. Out of my way, I may have peeked into the room, and I may have seen your dad's keychain on his nightstand, and I maybe went and borrowed the keys to blinds. Noah and I stared at it, and his grin only grew wider. You're lying, I said. Holden shrugged. You can check if you want. Just open your parents' door and look. You'll see his keychain right there in the nightstand. Stay here, I told both of them. Don't move a muscle. I hurried over to my parents' room but hesitated at the door. If Holden wasn't lying, my dad would be angry, beyond angry. I was scared thinking about it, but more scared of an open window with the whistler right outside. I opened the door, barely an inch, and looked in, but it was too dark to see. Taking a deep breath, I walked into the room. Two steps into the dark, I froze. The whistling started, and I could hear it clearly from my parents' room. I never realized, but they must have heard the sound every night since we moved into the new house. They never told us. I don't think I could have slept through it. I stood there, listening to the whistling come closer, unsure whether I should turn on a light or call out for my dad. Soft sounds from the living room brought me back to reality. Nola, I yelled, running out of my parents' room. 
Holden and Nola were standing near the front door next to a window. Holden wasn't lying. I could see him fumbling with the lock on one of the blinds. I heard a click. He did have the key. Holden let out a quick laugh. Nola stood next to him, hunched up, afraid, but maybe curious. The whistling was right outside our house now. I think I met a sound. Called out. I can't remember. Time felt frozen. Clock hands nailed to the face. But I found myself moving. I'm not fast. I've never been athletic. Somehow, though, I covered the space between myself and Nola in a moment. My eyes were locked on her, but I heard Holden pull the blind all the way down so it could release. I heard the snap of it start to race, and I heard the whistling just on the other side of the window. But I had my arms around Nola, and I turned us so she was facing away from the window, and at the same time, I jammed my eyes shut. The, wind, the blind whipped open. The whistling stopped. I felt Nola shaking in my arms. Don't look, okay? I told her. Don't turn around. We were positioned so that she was facing back towards the hallway and I was facing the window. My eyes were still closed. I felt her nod into my shoulder. I reached out with the arm not holding Nola and tried to touch Holden. My hand brushed against his arm. He was shaking worse than Nola. Holden? I asked. Silenced. I reached past him and gingerly felt for the windows, eyes still shut. The glass was cold against my fingertips, colder than it should have been for the time of the year. I moved my hand out the window, searching for the shrink to the blind. The glass began to get warmer the further I reached, and there was a gentle hum feeding back into my fingertips. I tried not to think about what might be on the other side of the window. Finally, I touched the string and yanked the blind shut. I opened my eyes. In the dim light leaking out from the kitchen, I could make out Holden, pale and small, staring at the now-closed window. Holden? I asked again. He turned towards me and he screamed. Everything became a flurry of motion. Lights sparked to life in the hall, then the living room. My parents' footsteps thudded across the hardwood floor. I didn't turn to look back at them. My eyes were glued to Holden. He was pale had bit his lips so hard there was a thin red line of blood running down his chin and he had wet himself. What happened? My dad asked from behind me. I managed to swivel away from Holden and look back. He looked. I've never seen my dad scare before, but I saw it that night. In that moment, an old, ugly terror stitched on his face. A parent's fear. Just Holden? He mouthed to me. I nodded yes. My dad let out a breath. He looked so relieved that I nearly expected him to cheer. But then he turned to Holden, and my dad's face changed. I wonder if he felt bad for feeling good that Holden was the only one that looked. There was a knock at the door. We all froze. Holden whimpered. Don't answer it, my mom said. She stood at the threshold of the hall. I'd always thought she was a skeptic and just humored my dad about the windows and the whistler. But that night, we were all believers. I noticed that both of my parents held baseball bats they must have taken from their bedroom. The knock came again, a little louder this time. Please don't open the door, Holden whimpered. My dad walked over to him, hugged him close. We won't. My dad promised, still holding his bat. Nothing is coming in here tonight. This time, the knocking was loud enough to rattle the door. Holden screamed again, and Nola clutched her arms around my neck. My mom came <laughs> up... <laughs> My mom came over and knelt down next to us, wrapping my sister and me close. Call the police, my mom whispered to my dad. The knocking instantly stopped. My dad looked over his shoulder at us. Do you think? 
He was cut off by a frantic knocking that trailed off to a polite tap, tap, tap. Police said something from the other side of the door. The voice from outside sounded exactly like my mom, like a parrot repeating the words back to her. Police. Call the police. Tap, tap, tap. Police. My mom pulled us closer. Police. 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 Please stop. I heard her whisper. I don't think calling them would help, my dad said. How will we know when they're the ones at the door? The knocking came back harder than before. The door shook. Then it stopped. After a long moment, I heard the knocking again, but it was coming from our back door. We all turned together towards the back door, but the knocking immediately returned to the front door. Front to back, back to front, loud, then quiet, then loud again. Suddenly, the sound was coming from both doors at once. Big, heavy blows like a sledgehammer. Then something started rapping against all of the windows in the house. Then the walls. It was like we were living inside a drum. (laughs) It was like we were living inside a drum with a dozen people trying to play at once. Or we were a turtle and someone was attempting to claw us out of our shell. Stop, Holden yelled. The knocking died. I won't tell, Holden said, staring at the door. I promise I won't tell anyone what I saw. Just please go away. We waited for nearly a minute. Then we heard it. A soft tap, 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 coming from the window Holden had looked through earlier. Holden started to cry, sobbing like a prisoner watching gallows being built outside their cell. My dad held him, brushed his hair but never lied to him, never told him things would be okay. The tapping at the window went on for the rest of the night. We huddled together in the living room for I don't know how long. Eventually, my mom tried to take us kids into my room while my dad stayed to watch the door. But the second we moved into my bedroom, the knocking came back. So loud, it was possible to ignore. I was afraid the door couldn't take it. We went back to the living room, and the knocking stopped. Only the tap, tap, tap on the window remained. None of us slept that night. The tapping stopped around 7 a.m. That's about the time the sun comes up here. We waited another two hours before my dad opened the blinds from one window. He made us all go back to my parents' bedroom first. I heard him open the door, then come back in. Okay, he told us. It's done. Holden's parents came back around lunchtime. My mom and dad walked Holden over to his house, and they all went inside for quite a while. Nola and I watched from the window. She stuck to me the whole day, right at my side, sometimes holding my hand. When my parents came back, they looked grim, but wouldn't tell us what they said to Holden's family. It was a Sunday, so we all spent the day together, ordered pizza, and watched movies. That night, everyone slept in my room. Nola and my mom in the bed with me. My dad in a chair he'd pulled over. There was no knocking that night or any night since. We didn't see much of Holden or his parents for the rest of that week, but by Thursday, there was a moving truck in their driveway. Nola and I watched them packing up the whole afternoon after school. What sticks with me the most is how tired Holden and his parents looked. All three had the same pallor. Green mouths and and lightless eyes. Even from across the street, I could tell something was very wrong. Holden and his family were gone before sunset. I remember what the original welcoming committee said to my parents when we moved in. Not everybody who looks at the Whistler dies, but even those that live have the light go out of them, and the rest of their lives are full of misfortune, a million little tragedies. I think Holden's parents must have looked, either to comfort him if they didn't believe or share the burden if they did. I'd watch Nola some days, happy and young and alive. And I wonder if I'd been slower, if she'd looked out the window that night, would I have looked too, to comfort her, to share that burden? I'm glad I don't have to find out. We still live in that house, in that neighborhood, 
We still hear a whistler walking past every night. The blessings, the luck, the good things here are too good to leave. But we're careful. We don't have friends over to spend the night anymore. And my dad hides the key to the blinds very, very well. Not that I've gone looking. Some things you just don't need to look for. That's it. Woo! Mm. Nice. <laughs> Fucking thirsty. Uh- <laughs> I think I could listen to Brian uh, speak for fucking hours on end. Yeah, like that'd be a great ASMR. like audio book. Yeah, call, it, call it YouTube channel Brian ASMR. <laughs> I'm telling stories. Yeah. Glad, glad it was. Uh, what was it from again? Reddit. It's for, yeah, it's from a subreddit called No Sleep. I'm gonna share the link in the Discord so you can put it on the video. Yeah. Um, gorgeously like gorgeously little written short story. It was it was really good. Mm. I uh the thing about short stories that I like is that they always like try to explain too much. This one because it's short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> I, I want you to be scared, but I want you to understand the monster. And they go, they spend four paragraphs explaining what's going on. But this one didn't. It was really pleasant. It, it remind me of that one super super short um, scary story. It's like where like I think the kid sees his mom goes upstairs, and then hears his mom voice downstairs say, like. Uh, it's like, um, come down here. Yeah. And then he he hears his mom's voice from upstairs, and he says, "Don't listen to that voice." God, that would be terrifying. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, they don't know. He doesn't know which one to go to. It's the pipes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget. They still do sometimes. Uh, whenever you quote unquote hear someone in your house, my parents just say that's the devil talking to you or something. Your parents do that? Why the fuck would they tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the devil trying to talk to you. Why the fuck would they tell you that? No, my uh, see. Here's the thing: in Puerto Rico, the houses are made of fucking concrete, so that's it's not squeaking, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't have that back in Puerto Rico, but we had a cuco, and we had like if you walked outside too late at night, that someone like a witch would just straight up just yeet, and yeah. it would just be gone forever <laughs> does this snatch you straight up <laughs> yeah just like soinks that's it, it, it <laughs> funny because i guess jordan maybe can relate to um this when you come from an old country town there's so many stories back then you don't know if it's true or not i'm like they'd be saying some weird stuff uh like i never forget um my uh about four years ago i just went to a- when i first went to ai my aunt picked me up and she told me, um, my, uh, my great grandmother's sister used to do like voodoo and all that mess. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, uh, something about like flies coming out her hand and all that mess. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. He's like That's candy some, Like some green mile stuff. I, I don't know. I was going home. I was like, what? He was like, turned to like, what? What the fuck did you just say? Yeah. So like, I guess <laughs> dark magic runs in my family. <laughs> <laughs> on that Sim side, Sim and Halabim, dude. Yeah, but it's funny. Years ago, me and my cousin was playing outside at my grandma's house because they live right beside each other. My great grandma and my and her sister. All mm-hmm. my family live on the same road. You look behind that house, between the house at least. But look in the woods. We saw a cross back there. Yeah, just like huh, cross back in the woods. Yeah, and we just continue playing. You're like huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. that was a clan clan mem- member rally. I don't know. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Jesus, I so, read a little. I, don't know. I read a little story the other day that someone had t- 
taken a, a field trip with their camp kids to camp in the woods and they, they started hearing like church choirs singing and like oh my jesus just from in the distance i couldn't figure out what it was coming from Every, he just said yeah there's like a church meeting somewhere so like just go to sleep it's fine it's not creepy at all and then like three days later when they're like after they're gone home from the the camping trip or something the dude found out that there was a kkk rally like three miles away from them oh my Holy god <laughs> like they have oh some weird god. names too yeah they do they're, they're like cosplayers like guys what are you guys doing they're all like 40 year old men <laughs> grand wizard yeah. Yeah. It's, the grand, it's actually like a just a one big D D match. Yeah. <laughs> they're LARPing. They're all LARPing. It's cosplaying for racist. The yeah, grand racist. wizard. The master dragon. <laughs> they just like, sit they just sit around and it, play like an all white D D. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably kids just thought about this. Like, let's make this real out of reality. And it's like, oh. Dude, the scariest thing that gets me in horror movies or anything is when you're in like a two bedroom house and you see a face on the window. Fuck that. Oh yeah. Anything like peeking at the window is fucking always like a terrifying thing. Fuck it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much that I'm working on a short film about that concept. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I hate horror tropes. Someone's roll my eyes sometimes. Like really? Me too. <laughs> me too. You guys. So watch. did you guys like, have you guys like grew? Did I think we're majority other. Other than Brian, we all grew up in the country, country, right? Uh, for the most part. Yeah, I was like. So, did you guys ever like live in any like creepy houses or anything like that? No, but yeah, we had I stores with creepy houses and went. In, I went into one in a senior year. Uh, yeah. One night, all my friends did. I went to a quote unquote haunted jail cell in my town. It was like did a chair standing. Like, hmm? like, like you a, have like a like an old timey jail cell in your town. Yeah, and me and my f- two other friends went there late at night. I'm not sure we were supposed to be in there at late at night, around like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> and we oh, walked yeah. in. We had to, like, crawl in. Not crawl in, but, like, it was really hard to get in. But we got in, and we walked in this room. There's this chair in the middle of the room with a <laughs> letter on the floor. Nothing else. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, just a letter. Yeah. What did the letter what, say? Did you read it? Did you read the I can't letter? Remember what it, I can't remember what it said. But oh I mean, like, like, you know, like an old paper look, like that brownish yellowish color. Yeah, yeah it had like, been there for a while. Like that with just a cherry in the middle of the um, middle of the um, room. It's like couple other rooms. Damn. Yeah. If you sat so. down, like a ghosty noose would just fucking grab you. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably possessed. I never know till then. <laughs> never know. You know, it's probably still with me or dead. I had uh, so like the the first house I grew up in was like. Uh, so it's a legit cabin in the woods. Oh god. It's uh it's a dome. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is a it so my dad built it up on this huge fucking hill in the middle of Virginia. And um so it it's a massive hill and the only thing looking down is like there's like houses like really far away from the house and there's only like there's only like three or four houses. And then the rest of it's just mountain. And if you look in the backyard, it's just nothing but woods. And mm-hmm. uh, when it got night, I swear to God, it's the most terrifying place ever. Yeah, yeah dude. I'm how do you running. like? How do you go to sleep go knowing that there's anything that could come to your house and just fucking slaughter you? Like, <laughs> I guess I, when it, I was a when I was a kid, it was really hard for me to like go to sleep and stuff. It was hard for you. For me, it was well, okay. It, I guess I used to it. 
Well, but like when they start letting me like stay by myself at home at night, uh, <laughs> that's when re- my real imagination started to come alive. Because when you're like, I don't know, I think maybe eleven or ten or like eleven or twelve or something, and like you know something could be just sitting out in the woods, and it's got a perfect view of you looking out the window, <laughs> but you can't see shit. It's just pitch black. Uh, that is I always fucking... say like to people like, what if you open your blinds at nighttime and something weird is staring at you right oh, in your face? My... That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I swear to God, right I will kill myself on the spot. <laughs> I will fucking Why would you kill on yourself? the spot. I am done. <laughs> There's someone like eyes looking at the exact same position you are in. It's just like. Huh? I remember uh, when I was a kid, um, I had this like closet, and so like so say my bed was like facing here, right? So let's say my bed's here. There was a uh, two door closet like right here. It's one of those sliding ones yeah. where it's like you just like pull them apart. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like on any kind of like, it wasn't like a door or anything. It was just kind of like just. Almost like plywood or something, some kind of like flimsy material. But I used to have, I don't know why, but I always had this fucking weird feeling that something was just staring out <laughs> from my closet at me. Because you could, you could stand in the closet if you wanted to and just, you could see through it. Because there was like, just, it was like shutters. That's right. the way it was like designed. And I would fucking always just kind of like, I'd be laying on my side and I would just, it would just be in the corner. And I was like, there's something in there. I had this weird fucking sense something was, like, standing in there watching me. And I definitely couldn't sleep if it was fucking cracked open. Yeah, to, like, fucking slam that shit shot. Oh, my God, dude. It okay. would frustrate the shit out of me. And I was like, I had, I was like, I don't, and it just, I had always had this fucking weird, eerie feeling something was watching at me. It's like, I like, when I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. that's when I felt like something was watching me. When I, when my body would not just toned down itself that's when i got had these feelings these eyes were on me from the darkness dude i totally relate to that back in my house in puerto rico i was in a pretty urban area but behind my house there was a hill like a super green flush like jungly ass hill because it's puerto rico so nothing's fucking tiny um and behind that hill was a graveyard and it would sometimes it would be midnight i would be like in the back of my house we had an extension where like I would play games and shit and we would hang out there and I would be playing Halo or something. And if one of the, we had metal blinds back then, if one of the windows were like open, even just a crack, I could not stay in that room for like 10 minutes before I felt like <laughs> something was coming for me. I would like, I would be so scared that I would like shut the windows and I would like, like metal gear crawl to the other window and like close it from the ground <laughs> i'll so close it so you don't see you yeah so you're like fucking it. rolling you're like terrifying i know it's not uh go ahead my bad no no no, you're good but then no I, was... I found out oh. sorry Tay. then <laughs> i found out that there was a fucking thief that would jump from backyard to backyard and look through people's windows like two years later and, yo and i was like y- y- fuck that oh oh you gotta tell the you gotta tell the story about the dude that uh, that was in your backyard uh, <laughs> when you came. Here. I, I just remember that story. I you have to tell that story. story. Hang on, hang on. I can take a piss, but go yeah. ahead, just start it. I I forgot about this when I was going to school. Uh, I was really really fucking late one day to class because it was like it was like four in the morning, and my it was like five in the morning, and my mom's like making breakfast or something downstairs, and I heard her and I heard her like 
I'm knocked the fuck out, completely asleep, and I hear her scream really loudly. And I go running down the stairs as quickly as I can. And my mom tells me that there was a big, like, sort of, like, like Terry Crews-looking black dude just <laughs> jerking off, like, cock out, hand on dick, just jerking off in the backyard of my house. Full on. And my mom saw him, and she saw him through, like, the, the crack in the blinds. We had those vertical blinds. And she yeah. made eye contact with him. And then she screamed. <sighs> and he started running. And I, I, I imagine with his dick out, started running through the backyards of the house because we were, like, right next to a, ro- to a road. Yeah. And, and so I got up. I walk outside. I see nothing, like, in the backyard. There's, like, nothing there. And I call the cops and whatnot. And the cop comes on, comes into the house. And I go, like, hey, man, yeah, there was a dude jerking off in, in the backs in the like in our backyard like literally in our window my mom saw him through the blinds um and the cops just wrote it down it was all they could do and whatever so and i went to school i showed up to class like three hours late and my teacher was just like hey what why are you late don't come to the classroom and i was just like man i'm so- I know exactly who this is <laughs> yeah and yeah. i was like man i'm some dude was like jerking off in my backyard i'm fucking sorry i'm gonna sit down now <laughs> and it was just like sure fine um but then that was the first time it happened but then the guy started terrorizing the other houses in the neighborhood no i didn't hear that part yeah that well he became yeah. a serial wanker you know like he was he was looking through people's like our mother for kitchens had a little window above the sink and he would look through the sink window and the the back doors and he would just pull his cock out and start wanking it so he know these women then from like spying on them following where their houses are yeah he would just he would sorry go ahead i'm gonna say like did your mom know him from anywhere like work or something no i know that he worked he lived in the neighborhood that we lived in we narrowed it down to us it was it was a whole fucking thing man like for like five weeks my life was dominated by this dude because now i had to wake up at 5 a.m in the morning every time to make sure that he wasn't monkeying it in our backyard so, uh, what a fucking power move! <laughs> no, <laughs> did he? Did he have like cameras around him by any chance? Like a uh, cam? No, like nobody could get it. This is like just before like the ring cams were like really mainstream, and like it's it's a, it had always been a safe neighborhood. So all of our neighbors were like, I don't know what's no, going I mean, on. I mean himself. Like was oh. it his like kink thing? He no, on the website or whatever. He was just voyeurism. Like he was just he just liked to walk around and monk it. And uh, People are weirdos, dude. They are. They fucking <laughs> are. And I was so mad at this guy for so long because I legitimately had to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day to make sure that he wasn't in our backyard. And the fucked up thing is, I'm like why, 19. Why at 5 a.m. though? Like, why Why not? Like, just, is, was he finishing up at 5 a.m.? Like, he, he started, like, he's like, all right, clocking in at 11. He's been there all night. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah he's, he's, he's on the night shift. He's actually, he was actually like, like looking at people waking up early in the morning and like going through their daily routine. He had hit a neighbor around six in the morning and he does it in like close to winter. So it's like really dark at that time. And, and so he was just, he just liked to watch women fucking do their morning routine and then jerk off. Brian should have like went outside for like four o'clock in the morning, have a shotgun sitting in a recline <laughs> waiting for him to pop up. You got to go jerk it in his yard now. Really. It's going to hey, be a reverse back. power move. <laughs> just look at him straight eye contact. <laughs> that's weird why would you do that people are weirdos dude yeah it was angry a... shaping because it's so stupid like what's wrong with you 
dude, yeah. it was such a fucking. It was like it was like that's a true horror movie right there. <laughs> like you were getting terrorized by a dude jerking off early in the morning. <laughs> it was like, genuinely <laughs> scary. It was genuinely fucking scary. Because um, of course, and we know that he lived in the neighborhood because we did a little like like amateur sleuthing, as they call it, and we know that people saw him go to a street and he would always return to that street, but they never saw which house it came from. And I was just like, and I was just waiting. I just wanted to fucking throw hands, punch him right in the dick. Um, <laughs> but never found him. Never found him. That's the story of the, he was a serial wanker. We dealt with him for like six months. Uh, six people, months? Six months. Yeah, long. God damn. And the police couldn't do anything long. about it because they never had enough information. Um, because the description started being contradictory because eyewitness is extremely unreliable. Some people would say he was a tall black man. Some people would say he was a tall Hispanic dude. Some people would say he wasn't even that fucking tall. So it's like, well, <laughs> never found him. He got always caught tall fucking free. People. <laughs> well, like I mean, cold. the police yeah. also don't do their jobs anyways. Yeah, that's true. The only thing I know yeah, about they're, they're, suppo- yeah. they're supposed to investigate. They're supposed to try and find information. They're not yeah. supposed like, to we got a cum sample over sit here. Sit there and wait <laughs> to get information. <laughs> Could you imagine like a, a like a detective coming in and he's got a big ma- magnifying glass <laughs> and he's just following a little trail of like pre cum yeah like down the road. It's like, hmm. The only thing I do know about him is that he apparently had a giant cock. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, he's, huge cock. Yeah, he was packing. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. why he wanted to show it off. <laughs> I remember my teacher. Yeah, what's the point of having a big dick if you can't show it off? <laughs> Calling. I mean, it's like it's like sitting a let a sp- sports car just sitting in the garage. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like kind of gotten uh, scary experiences with stories into me. Do I? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, Colin. What's up? I mean, I used to live at a. Uh, I lived down here in Florida. Um, yeah, oh, you got a fucking ghost out Florida man. Yeah, yeah, Florida <laughs> man. So I, um, I used to live in like a farmhouse that was um, probably. Not very far from like any sort of city or anything, but it was kind of you know it's down a dirt road. Um, but we'd always have like weird instances of like the TV turning itself on, um, the chair. We had a recliner. The chair would rock itself. Um, oh fuck! Doors would open. It was an old house. I mean the floors like everything creaked. It was old. Um, but I felt like shit would creak for no reason. Um. I came to the conclusion that it was a uh, it was a little kid. Um, after like further analysis, I was just like, I was just trying a bunch of different things to see like if something would get uh, like attention from it. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up getting its attention somehow with a ball, and I assumed that it was a kid from that point. After Do you? Push- what? Any of you guys believe in ghosts? What you say? What's that? Do you, any of you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I've had a bunch of experiences with ghosts. I, I am in that weird camp where it's just like, yeah, fucking maybe, but also like I've never been, I've never experienced a ghost thingy of any kind. I've just always yeah. like, yeah, there's probably something out there that I don't understand, but I don't, like I'm not afraid of ghosts because I haven't seen one yet. I'm sure the moment I see one, I'll shit myself and I go like, what the fuck that? <laughs> I don't get the concept of a, a spirit so angry, so it just terrorizes people. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, considering how yeah. shitty people are, that does make perfect sense to me. Because I think it's based off of energy, personally. So if you die with, like, basically hateful energy, you're just going to, like, imprint that on the universe. And that's just yeah. there now. 
I remember seeing a YouTube video where this woman, she has a child ghost in her house and she just let it happen. It's, it's a friendly ghost, but she is aware. It's a <laughs> I mean, that's, house. that's essentially what was my situation. It was yeah. like, yeah, okay, like the TV would turn on and I would walk up, turn it off and basically like, as if I'm talking to nobody, just be like, hey, can you stop, please? Like, stop fucking turning on the it, TV. It's like, can you stop playing Barney for five fucking minutes? I just want to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, okay? Yeah, she was like a little girl, the woman said. And she just did her thing while the ghost exists. And the ghost didn't do nothing to her for years. Just there. Yeah. I mean, like a neighbor. You know, that sounds like, that side sounds, by side, it was whatever. That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have Sally two and ghost, ghost stories. Three men and a ghost. And, <laughs> three, men and, <laughs> three men and a ghost and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have two ghost stories. Um, I'll start with the the one that was least I got at least affected by it. Mm-hmm. So I, me, and my uh, ex girlfriend stayed in a um, haunted hotel. It's called the. It was the. It's one of the most haunted hotels in America. It's the Martha Hotel. Where is that? I think, Martha. I think it's Martha. Martha's. Why did you say that name? Martha's. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck, I think, or the Washington Hotel, it's something like that. It's in, um, it's in Tennessee, I think. Okay. I'm trying to remember where the fuck it's at. Uh, well, it has like it has like numerous ghost stories, and it's been haunted for like generations and generations. It, it's really famous for there's a blood stain on the stairs, and no matter how hard they try to clean it, it just never comes up. The stain just stays there. Does the stain stay? I think someone. I think. What, what did you say? Does the stain stay or does it go away and then come back? It stays. Okay. It is, they can't remove it. I mean, blood stains it, apparently, wood, bro. Yeah, apparently it's it, someone died on the stairs. Um, <laughs> but apparently, like, the place is really cool. I mean, it's a really neat place. It's a, like, really old, but it has, like, a really – it's really fancy and stuff. And um, I only stayed there for one night. But we – my uh, mom hooked us up and got us this uh hotel like a hotel room and it was she got us the honeymoon honeymoon uh suite and it was like cool i didn't like i didn't get like it wasn't it was kind of like eerie I, I didn't really see like too much of anything but when i tell you when i went to sleep that night i could not fucking go to sleep i stayed awake the entire night Wait, hang on Wait, to cut you off. Did you know about this stuff prior about the hotel? Or I think I did. I think my mom told me right before I went or something. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, yeah, it's super haunted. I'm like, what? <laughs> and <ahead>. so, <laughs> like, the Honey, honey uh, Moon Suite was really fancy. I mean, like, this is the most fanciest fucking shit I've ever stayed in my life. Because it's all, like, like old Victorian age type stuff. And uh, when I went to sleep that night... I swear to God, I could feel it. I could feel someone standing in the corner of the room watching me. Ugh. It was the most uncomfortable feeling I've ever had because it was like, I, I if you would have told me someone was standing there, like if someone had just walked in and started standing there, I would have completely, completely believe you. I like you know that feeling when someone's staring right at you, right? Yeah. Or you're like you sit down in a room, someone walks in, stands in a corner, looks at you. You yeah. can feel that on you, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That was indistinguishable to what I was feeling when I was trying to sleep. God damn. And I just kept sta- it was pitch black. There was not a single fucking light in the room. And I could I get I was just staring through the darkness and I could feel it st- st- like standing. It was either standing or sitting, but I could feel it just watching me sleep. Not not a wink. Not a I fucking wink that, 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 that 
You should have like hey. asked like in the lobby Did in the you? morning if they had one. Like I would say people. there's, I would say there's that cheesy thing that I've read online that it was like, you know, like humans naturally can like tell like it's a sixth sense they can tell that they're being looked being looked at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they have that sixth sense even while they sleep. So they say like, oh, they say like if you wake up at like three o'clock in the morning for no reason, that means somebody's watching you. That's yeah. me every for the past two weeks. I'm not even joking. I woke up around that time. Around oh, yeah. three to four o'clock. So I always wake up, but it's yeah. just because I sweat my sleep. I'm fucking drenched. Yeah, same, yeah. same. But I would say that was a indirect uh, experience I had with a ghost. The next story I'm about to tell is a direct uh, confrontation I had with a ghost, or not. It was Ooh, not. A, a I, I wouldn't say like confrontation, but it was. I it was. It directly affected me. It was the most. Craziest fucking experience I've ever had. Say, just when you was a kid, I got, I got at the house. That, that we went one up each other. I think. Yeah, I just when you was a kid. Um, so I live. For what part of Virginia I'm from is mm-hmm. like where a lot of Civil War battles happen. Um, so there's a ton of battlefields, and my grandfather's house. Um, we have a we have a house in a family, and it's called the Big House. And it was a uh, slave plantation-owned house or whatever. And uh, so unbelievable amounts of people had died in it. Um, and then in, during the Civil War, they would bring uh, Union and uh, Confederate soldiers there to treat their wounds and stuff. So add, add all the people that's already died before. Add all those people that's died in the Civil War, and we're actually right next to the house. There was a Civil War battle. Like, just there's, there's a big flat open field, and there was a battle fought there. And then, like maybe like three, four miles down the road, that's where there was like this huge battle happened. I forget the name of the battle, but like, and then actually, my mom's my mom lives maybe like a half mile away from the house. It's literally just like a walk away. And there's a, uh, I think, a Confederate graveyard next to our house. So the entire area is just littered with bodies. It's super fucking, like, haunted. Uh, so what uh, happened is uh, me and my friends were in high school. So me and two other friends, we had, I was like, do you guys want to see this house? It's, like, apparently haunted. And I had been in it before, and it's, like, creepy. It, it really was. It was, like, super fucking creepy. It's a house from the 1800s. It's fucking, it's falling apart. It's like cold. It's like really fucking spooky. Uh, so I'll, they're like, yeah, of course. And so we go, we go in. Uh, we're just walking around. We go um, up the stairs. And they ha- and in the house, there's this weird thing like where there's a balcony. And there's like, you open a door to go out onto the balcony. It's a huge balcony, right? And then within that balcony, there is a door. N- on the balcony and it's like i guess it's like a spare room or whatever so we open that spare room and we uh it just has a bunch of junk in it so the house we they for you know everyone in my family they just kept their junk shit in there um but we but there was a lot of old old stuff in the house and we started uh i found this like book and it was all these old like letters and like photographs and there was some creepy ass photographs of like I, no one posed with a fucking smile back then. They they, they all looked fucking insane. They did. Because I guess the, the fucking uh, pictures took like 35 minutes to take. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I remember finding all these old photographs, and I'm like, whoa, these are fucking creepy. 
and me and my friends are like, okay, this is um, all right, whatever. We're gonna we're gonna dip because it was, so we put everything back, and uh, my two friends exit. I'm the last one to uh, leave the room, and I shut the door. Uh, so my two friends are in front of me. I'm behind them. I'm in the very back of them. Uh, they're walking. They almost get right to the door, the balcony door, to go. And then once you go from the balcony door, there's um, there's either you can go into like the rest of the upstairs, or you can just go directly downstairs. So, like the stairs start right there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're while we're walking, we get like right at the door, and then I feel something stand right behind me. I could feel it, I'll just like on my shoulder, and I could feel someone's head lean into my ear and it, it, i can i will never get this out of my fucking head and i don't know why they said it but they said what i think they said is they said hey yeah <laughs> i don't know why my but it was like a whisper was it andre 3000 it's like really muffled call <laughs> uh, you beat me Damn. to the but, fucking joke <laughs> it, but like it was like a whisper. So, like, and I just got, and when I heard the whisper, I was like, wait, I'm in the back. There's no one fucking behind me. Was there no one behind you? Was it not like someone was being weird? No, no, there was no one behind me. I was the one in the back. And, and my body just got like a cold sweat over it. Cause mm -hmm. I just, I, uh, my, you I, you suddenly. Yeah. That's yeah. It, I, I, it dawned on me that like, what was that? And I got this shiver. And I just, I remember just taking my hands and pushing my friend. Uh, like, just, I'm like, I just put my hand on their back and I'm like, go, go faster, go faster. <laughs> and apparently, uh, so, well, actually, I'll, I'll say that at the end. Um, so they freak out. They heard it too at the exact same time. Apparently, they all heard it. No. Okay. So it wasn't like someone was. So it was. But the way it sounded was that it whispered into my ear. Huh. But apparently, they all, they both of them heard it. So we all freak out and we start running forward. And this is the part that's like, I, I don't, even, I don't believe it in my head. I feel like I just imagine this part because it's just, it's son of, well, I'm no, I've never seen a ghost. I've just had interactions like this. But this is so fucking terrifying. I think my brain tries to suppress it. So while we're running down the stairs, you just hear it scream. Oh my god! It, really? You you hear it scream. The whole house was screaming. I'm I, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> just talking about it, because my brain because something like when something like that happens, like you don't you don't comprehend it, and my, and to this day I still don't com comprehend it, and I still don't believe it's true in my head. Is it like? But I can. But it was like a. Let's see. It it was like ah! like just, but it's the entire house. It's a two story huge house screaming. It's just like, and it was like, it was like getting louder and louder as we got further down. And dude, we are all all three of sprinting to leave the fucking house. You're like crying, <laughs> snot in your nose. Dude, it was. Uh, I was in pure fear. I was in mm. pure shock of what was happening to me. Yeah. God damn. Jesus. Yeah, so <laughs> can you beat that caller? <laughs> I mean, mine was more one-on-one. -on -one. I was by myself. Yeah. Um, 
That's probably worse. I, I um, is that sorry. I, if if I had ran into what you like ran into, Crockett, like the moment the house started screaming, that is it. Like that's it for me. Like the house. Can Ryan eat. just collapses yeah. to the floor, I, fetal position, the, in and oh, seizure. Yeah, the house can. Eat I, I never turned around. I don't blame it. I. I, I swear to God, I think if that would have turned around, I would have died. God damn. Because <laughs> like, as soon as it whispered in my ear and we started bolting, I couldn't imagine if it was just standing there. I've never seen a ghost, but I couldn't imagine just... If I saw if I had turned around and saw someone standing there, I think my body would have just left. I think I, my soul would have ascended. <laughs> <laughs> Your body would have... This is random. Can you guys sense auras by any chance? Yeah. Yeah, I think all people I think can. So, yeah. Can you see what? Because okay. you can get like a bad vibe from someone. Did you say yeah. like you can feel the negative aura? Aura. Yeah, I felt that. It's like walking up next to someone and you can just feel like how they're feeling, essentially. On some Hisoka yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. What was your story, Colin? Well, I had to say that out. Um, so this was uh, a couple years ago. It was like back at, I just got done with high school. It was like, that month couple months like year that i just took off didn't do shit um i was sitting in my house i couldn't tell you how late it was at this time i was like a night owl i was staying up to like five six seven in the morning um and it was probably about like four or five and i was sleep was starting to come on me um and i was trying to just flip through like netflix put something on to just kind of numb my brain fall asleep to and I had the PlayStation controller like over next to me on the bed. And I kind of like not looked, but also looked to go and grab the controller. And then within almost an instant, I see a black hand reach out to almost grab mine as I'm grabbing the controller and simultaneously like a huge like breath in my ear, <gasps> like a, <sighs> and then Get the fuck out. If I told you, like, the, you can't comprehend how fast I leapt up off the bed. I did, I did, like, a barrel roll. I was spinning, <laughs> like, towards the wall. I was, like, and then I, I got to, like, the corner of my room where my bedroom door was, and I, like, flicked on the light. And I'm, I'm standing here like this, like, in the corner of my room. Like, yeah, you're in total shock. That something, I didn't feel it. Uh, grabbed me but I saw the hand like it was super fast like jumped out and like grabbed my hand and then just breathed and like in my ear and it was just like a deep like <sighs> and I would just uh, like ran <laughs> to the door like a meat like it it's was, like home 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 improvement <laughs> it was fucking fast like I was like nightcrawler teleported to the fucking wall <laughs> flicked on the light and then I, I like stood there <laughs> I stood there for like, like oh maybe like a whole like minute, two minutes, I don't know. Catch your and, breath and stuff. Yeah, once I caught my breath, I like, I did one of those like, walked up there like like a cat, like super <laughs> curious, super like like quiet, and I like just grabbed the controller, like sat back down where I was, and I like kept like looking over my shoulder, and I was like just just put something on TV, just get some noise. It was completely silent in my room. And the only light that I had had was the TV until I, like, jumped up and flicked on the light. <laughs> it's probably, like, the scariest, like, moment I had. And it all happened in, like, 30 seconds. It was so fast. 
It wasn't like yeah. a, a mouse or rat or anything, was it? <laughs> no, bro. It was like a shadow or something, dude. It was yeah. like it was a it was enough to like like blacken. Like I saw the shadow like encompass my hand and my arm. Okay. Like something like hovered over me like immediately. I fucking hate that for you. Mm. <clears throat> I have never. That was probably that was my, like, mo- that was that was probably my most demon, intense dude. experience. Yeah. See, I've never had anything that was like quite as strong. Like, I wish I did because there's such interesting stories to tell. Yeah, yeah. not yet. Yeah, wait, <laughs> like, just wait. The, <laughs> the closest thing I've had is just like feeling like someone's watching me through windows. But then I also just feel yeah. like that's just me being fucking like just, paranoid. Yeah, I think that's right. a normal fear too, though. It's, yeah, it's a common fear, probably. It's like my fucking. I don't know. My brain just doesn't like the idea of people watching me through fucking windows. Like, throughout yeah. the day sometimes, it'd be random days, I just, like, like I could have sworn I saw something near me. You guys had those freaking moments? I hate yeah. that so much. Like, you see something in the corner of your eye. But oh, you're talking you about shadow people? Someone's... It's like someone's, like, near you. He's, I, do, I do that all the time here. And in my uh, old house, like... Sh- I was going to say, I was like, you talk about there, shadow yeah. people? Like, that's what you... Like, sleep prowlers, too? The people that hang out uh, in your peripherals? I experienced that. It's scary. Hey, why, you hey, why it? did it just get darker in your room? That is funny. <laughs> Say shadow people. <laughs> Suddenly got star yeah. Dude, it's like Tay's like Tay's like, yeah, I always like see some shit and then there's some like I say can see a face <laughs> so, behind so his bed and shit. You get it, dark. Why you do that? That's weird. Uh oh. Oh shit, Tay. Darkness falls. <laughs> Stinky. It's the to- it's the tooth fairy. The tooth fairy. I used to be a Oh darkness falls. I used to be fucking scared of the tooth fairy, dude. Tooth fairy used to scare You thought she was going to like rip your teeth out? Yeah, it was like not a good time at all. She has such a the pretty s- smile. The like- movie that scarred me as a kid, like truly scarred me, was uh, Exorcism in the Rose. It destroyed me for a few months. I don't months. think I've seen that yet. Um, uh, Exorcist never really fucked me up. Yeah, there was like, because demons and stuff. Yeah. Before I still have like religion in me or whatever. Because you know, you know, movie tropes tell you based on a true story. Right. And this, this movie did. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Is yeah, this no, you know, yeah, like it did it, it, it terrify me. I couldn't sleep sometimes. But I got over it like, a few months later. But it was like really bad for me. The, Do you guys remember the first movie to give you nightmares? Um, that was that movie. Yeah. Was that on movie? Yeah, it, it scarred me. My, for, the like, first movie that gave me nightmares was Nightmare on Elm Street. And I saw it when I was like the, the worst, worst, worst movie movie ever. Yeah. When I when I saw it when I was like four years old, and it terrified me. Yeah. The movie didn't scare me as a kid though. I guess because it was old, maybe. Like well, the whole concept that you can go in your dreams and shit, bro. I could yeah. not sleep. That's a powerful ability to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that I ever told the story on like on the podcast, but did I ever tell you guys the, the first scary movie ever? No, watched? I don't think so. I think it was like loudest movie. I think I was like six years old. My parents, uh, this is like Jeepers the first Creepers. movie I watched. My parents took me to see Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> oh my god, really? You tell me this story. Yeah. Well, that movie came out in what 2003? Like 2003, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, I was. That eight. movie was proper scary. So that was the. No, um, the way he says it because he told me this story before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like eight years old. And um, I didn't know it was a scary movie. I didn't. I, my parents just took me. They were just, I guess, having a date night or something. And they just took yeah. me to the theater. And um, when I started seeing the bodies, 
when when they do the, the yeah, like something they show right the here. first scene where it's all, all the bodies are like sewn together <laughs> oh and stuff yeah i started fucking crying my ass out i was screaming i was like sitting in there like ah! <laughs> and, and like i remember i remember like getting out of my seat turning around getting the fetal position and i was like crying i was like soaking <laughs> oh man i was t- dude i was literally getting scarred to death from watching this fucking movie <laughs> Did your parents? It, it is like it's it's a stupid movie if you go back and watch it but like to an eight-year-old that had never seen a scary movie before it was the most terrifying shit i've ever seen and i remember my parents having to take me home and i'm i they dropped me off at my grandparents, and I think they went back to the theater. <laughs> but it was a like, little scary to me as a kid, but not that scary. Yeah. That is... Like, around the 80s when I saw it. That, What's up, no, that, that's fucking hilarious. Did your parents... Did they ever take you to another scary movie? No. <laughs> no, they, no, they didn't. They probably had no one to watch, tell you to watch you or something. So, they're like, this spring I'm dressing gays. Yeah, yeah, and I was sitting there... I don't know why they thought to bring an eight-year-old to a rated <laughs> art horror movie. <laughs> They were like, "Yeah, he'll be all right." I know my dad. I know my yeah, dad I was like, "Yeah, that. he'll be okay. <laughs> he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be, <fine>. he'll be <laughs> all right." <laughs> She's like, "Sure, but yeah." You watched it, scarred him for life. What's the What's the last movie that ever scared you? The first movie oh, actually scared the first... you. Conjuring one. In Which one? Go, go ahead, Brian. The first, oh, the first Conjuring was fucking good. Oh yeah, it was good. That, yeah, that was a proper scare. The last movie that scared the shit out of me was Hereditary. Yeah, yeah I, I knew he was about to say Hereditary. That was the last movie that ever scared me, too. So, I watch clips of this on YouTube. Am I I've never destroying seen it. the Hereditary? You guys haven't seen it? Yeah, I don't look at it. Like, I don't, no, I don't I get it. this fear of it. Um, Is it like a more psychological thing? Uh, watch it. It's a fucking brilliant yeah. horror movie directed by quite possibly the best director working right now, Ari Aster. He is exceptional at scaring the shite out of you. And not jump scaring you, just making you feel so fucking uncomfortable. There's like one shot where like the mom is crawling on the upside down on the ceiling. I think about that once a week. It's fucking awful. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what scene that like threw me through a fucking loop? And it made me, as soon as I saw that scene, I'm like, holy shit! This is the greatest one of the, this is gonna be a fucking terrifying movie. The school scene is the it's the scene where the mom turns out the light and sees her uh, mom standing there in the doorway. Yeah. And or no no it's not in the doorway she's standing in the corner of the room and she turns the light back on yep. and she's gone. That as soon as and that's right at the beginning of the movie as soon as that happened. Yeah. I when I was watching this I was cuz I didn't know anything really about the movie. All I knew was like people said it was good and I'm like okay I like scary movies it's probably going to be cheesy. Uh when that happened I was I was like oh shit this is going to be fucking good. Cuz that was thing, true though. that was true fucking horror yeah, no, right there. Was- I don't watch horror movies. It's just something that I'm into. Not that I'm scared of them. I just don't watch them. Same with games. It's not like... I just think horror movies have, like... Yeah. Come shit nowadays. They peaked in the 80s. I give it that. The horror... It's just something I don't do. The movie does a great job of doing dread. Dread. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, horror movies now are just a metaphor for grief. Not necessarily. With demons. Especially with Conjuring... Um, what was that one? Uh, the one that was set in the fifties. Is it the Annabelle one? The first Annabelle, the Annabelle movie? creation. But with the couple, yeah. or the nun. No, with oh, the whatever. with the couple, and they were like living in that apartment. I think that's the that's first the Annabelle. first the first Annabelle. Yeah, yeah, that one. I like that one a lot. I thought that one wasn't actually that bad. 
yeah. even though it was like a spinoff movie. It's a whole universe. It's a yeah. There's universe. a whole fucking the, thing. Yeah. yeah. The nun. The nun was terrible. Yeah. I, I just oh, watched yeah. the first Conjuring. And that I was a ca- I mean, that too. easy cash grab. Yeah. yeah. That's the new monster of this generation, I guess. Or, or yeah, just like demons, paranormal stuff. That's all I'm sick of, though. Like, just it used to be. It went from like what slashers to. Yes, slashers stuff. were like big in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. I think religion is kind of a tired concept. Of like early two thousands, like late nineties, like zombies. Religion or like those like Re- teenage slasher movies. Yeah, yeah. I horror horror hasn't declined. It's just the commercial value of horror has changed. Pe- Their popcorn movies. Yeah, people sense. like the people like the ability to jump into a movie and know exactly how they're going to be scared. It makes money, and that's why they keep happening. But when you find a good horror movie like Hereditary or Midsummer yeah. or like a good parody horror, did you get did you out. think Midsummer was like well Midsummer was an incredibly incredibly well composed movie. It was incredible. I don't think it was like it, it wasn't so scary in a I sense. I also think it wasn't but trying it, to it, be. You can tell that it's like a decent Yeah, I movie. also think that it wasn't trying to be as scary as Hereditary. The horror came from somewhere different. But- you know the scariest part? Minutes, right? The scariest mm-hmm. part of that movie is of mid yeah. midsummer is uh, when they're all drinking lemonade and uh, the guy's lemonade is fucking a little slightly tint redder. Oh than yeah, I guess they had all the period blood in there. Oh fuck! I was like, yeah, no, what that happened? doesn't look obvious. <laughs> what he did? It's blood in it. You drink uh, period blood. They put a blood. spell on him and they they gave they put period blood in the lemonade. It's a great movie. You should watch it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it makes it, the yeah. movie makes you it's not scary but it makes you uncomfortable yeah. as fuck it's like there mm. there are two tiers of horror which is the horror of like jump scare and like the reactionary mm. horror and then there's like the existential dread horror and I think that I think I never ex- watched the dread horror before actually you can really feel Midsummer really well if you've ever had a relationship fall apart <laughs> <laughs> It, it like it's a no. It's really he actually captured because I mean that's how how he based the movie on was his relationship was falling yeah. apart, and so he like somehow captured that in a fucking bottle and made like made the fucking. Movie. You know that uh that uh Midsummer is a pretty awesome metaphor for fascism. Just so no, my just God, so God, no, no, no. I'm that serious. I'm that serious. Like the way that they brainwash you. Is really it's captured really really well through Midsummer, and that's how fascism kind of works. Um, that's that's one of the reads. It's about grief. It's a movie about like, be like, just finding a chosen family and like learning how to be comfortable in that. It's a great film, and everybody should watch it at least once. You know, uh, the concept of zombies is terrifying. <laughs> I always thought about that. It'd be uncontrollable. Running zombies, yeah. Slow More zombies. More to s- sense. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger made a movie. I never watched it, though, but I think it plays a good... From what I've seen, it seemed like it plays a good point on how... What well, if your mom or sister or brother turned to a zombie? What do you do? Oh, yeah. You shoot think, Yeah. That's why. That's the fear of zombies come from me. Like, uh, what do you it's do? It's not as easy as people think to, like... Yeah. No. You know, people are always just like, yeah, I just yeah. pop him. And I'm just like, you're not going to. So I think that... Movie, he like his and daughter, and probably once virus. you do kill them, you have like a mental breakdown. You're like, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ! I actually, like, had a had a um, short story about that concept. Nice zombie concept. Yeah, yeah. Put it in the links. The idea, yeah, that's of, like, a, uh, like a loved one turning into one. 
and you having to deal with it. What is that movie, Warm Bodies, where the fucking girl falls in love with a zombie? Yeah, and the zombie starts getting its humanity. That was like the peaking of the fucking zombie craze. She's like, they're trying to normalize necrophilia. (laughs) Wasn't that the Harry Potter guy as him? Wasn't he the dead body? Who was? The guy that plays Harry Potter. No, no, no. That's that's Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. Which is a brilliant film. peak cinema. it's an amazing film. (laughs) And they're the... the, So Edgar Wright... Just celebrating horror in a second. Edgar Wright is coming out with a proper horror film, um, which is incredible. I'm so excited for that. I have no idea what it's about. I just know that Edgar Wright directing a horror movie, delicious. Delicious. Did he make yeah. Baby Driver? Oh, no, Scott, and Scott Pilgrim. Do you not like Baby Driver? I will, I will die on this hill. Baby Driver you sucks. You are an idiot. <laughs> And uh, everyone can eat my ass. I didn't. I don't like the. Well, I think it's. I don't like John. John uh, okay, listen, I get it. All right, John Han's got that face. Really? You don't like that? He's kind of a cocksucker. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's kind of like a. <laughs> well, I maybe. Well, he's probably not a cocksucker, but he plays a dick so well that Come it makes me, me not Ham. like him. <laughs> What'd you say? Come at me, John Ham. <laughs> yeah. Then he's like Calling sixteen. Right watching now, the show, you little bitch. <laughs> he's like, well, John Hammer actually was watching this thing. I could just get a letter in the mouth. He's like, I'll beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is from? Get some over my hammy right now. People want him to play as a 1930s Superman, which I'm down for. Take place in like the 30s. He just, before he plays play as Superman. Because he has that build. He does. He does have that build. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Dead Silence? Is that the puppet? Oh movie? yeah, I that love was Dead the first Silence. movie that made me unable to sleep. It was Dead Silence, because I had uh, I had a bunch of. And then the the ending, the twist ending, where it's like the dude's been a puppet. Yeah, the whole I was time. like, what the fuck? When they flip that chair uh, around, and she's using his spinal cord to <laughs> like do that. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, that takes so much engineering. Was it a? Was it an old man? He was controlling. What'd you say? Yeah, the old movie. man. It was in a wheelchair yeah, or something. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I sang this before. Oh my god, that's just like faint memory. I remember yeah. this. That movie yeah. scared the yeah. fucking bollocks off me when I, I watched it when I was like ten. Because it was dolls or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember this movie. This is like okay, yeah. Because she went into that doll room, right? They all in. Yeah. I have faint memory. Uh, yeah, it was I've a stage. It was like a stage room. Yeah, I remember this. And, uh, I remember that scene actually. And I remember movie. like watching that movie and then being completely terrified of my plush toys for like two months. It's just like could <laughs> could not look Pikachu in the eye. It's like I couldn't take doll movies seriously. That's why I don't take Annabelle seriously. I, Even though it's not really the same, but let's I, kick it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Chucky's like three feet tall. <laughs> well, I guess he retains his strength, right? Is that isn't is the case? Tay over here just fucking he keeps his human strength. Punting dolls. Have you guys ever have you guys ever seen uh the Twilight Zone episode where it's the puppet? It's like the it's like the episode that probably inspired like a lot. I of the haven't show. actually. Is he the mascot of the series? It's a it's a stand up uh, ventriloquist. He has a puppet that's really good. I can't. It's not the Goosebump version is called Slappy, but I can't remember the actual episode. I'm thinking name. about Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking what? About. I'm thinking of Goosebumps. That's what I was. Yeah, about. well, that's yeah. what Goosebumps. Goosebumps is based on that Twilight. Dude, the episode. Twilight Zone had a lot of really good horror. Dude, the Twilight Zone's really yeah. fucking good. I, I, I like. I've been going back and rewatching a lot of that shit, and it's like extremely the, well uh, made. The no, the old no. ones, like the fucking thirties. Yeah, but I know the new ones with Jordan Peele or that Jordan Peele's producing are actually really. Yeah, good I only too. saw one because they no were on like limited release for like though. YouTube. 
Uh, yeah, it's you can only see on like what? Yeah, it's Peacock on like or CBS or Access or whatever. Yeah, I just I've never seen no one mention. No one got that. We'll do a. Let's pay for this shit. I just download them. Let's pay for this shit. Um. Yeah. We'll have a, twi- we'll have a Twilight Zone. The the Twilight Zone episode that got me the most is the guy that somehow ended up in the like being the last man alive or something like that. Like that's what he wanted. That's. I think it's the first episode. Yeah. He, he breaks, breaks his, his glasses. glasses for some reason. The horror of that. It's like such a dumb horror, but I like it stuck with me as a kid. I was like, can't do that. It's like the there most was famous one, one we read in uh, middle school. Uh, it's faint. Um, uh, do they all take place in the sixties? The premise of the entire show. Uh, yeah, most of them. Some of them are futuristic. Well, I, I, from what the story is told, it was set in the sixties, and I think people disappeared. It's faint, but we read the story in middle school, and it's like it was really decent from when, or from if I can remember, or at the time I remember. That's like my really. Uh, I didn't really watch Twilight Zone. I used to come on every once in a while as a kid. Like doo 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 doo. That was the theme song, right? Yeah, doo doo doo. On the old channel, but I didn't really have much experience with Twilight Zone. I missed like uh, I missed like Creature yeah. of the Week horror shows, like like super Creature, Creature of the week. week, like Supernatural, where like they handled a specific the tales from the yeah, crew. just like they handled a specific monster every week, and like the monkey's paw. It was just cool, monkey's paw. I remember I remember watching Tales Tales from the Crypt like every fucking week with my parents. We'd watch that. It was like that. Uh, I know exactly what to say. Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh, Fear Factor. It was all this, this big fucking lineup, American Idol. Remember Scare Tactics? Yeah, yeah. dude. The scare Tactics <laughs> is actually pretty good. Where you just scare the shit out of your friends. <laughs> then yeah. then they kept rebooting it. Yeah. I, they, there's actually a series now that it's just a reboot of Scare Tactics, but it's got the kid from Stranger Things. Uh, I was going to say, I was like, what? I remember it was like Tracy Finn Morgan Wolford? for a while. Finn Wolford? Yeah, that's the one I remember calling. Tracy no, it's Morgan. the kid. The, the, the kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin. Oh, some oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's fuck? cool. The, but it's, uh, but this but that is the second time it's been rebooted. So this the, this kid is hosting the third <laughs> reboot. Well, it's not a reboot, but it's like a fucking a reimagining of it or something. It's like the same it's concept. Just a, just yeah. Spiritual successor, your, pranking yeah. your people. Oh, the, I think it's called Prank Tactics. I think that might be I'm the name pumped. of it. Because no. warnings now, because people can't take it, I guess. That's also like, is Fear Factor even the same anymore? I think they do like more stunts than gross things now, right? Dude, I remember yeah. watching Fear Factor. Everything's a liability now. Fear Factor's not the same. Yeah. Joe Rogan hosted like, that shit. They, nah, Joe Rogan's a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, uh, Brian, funny story with that. That blew my mind because I started listening to Heavy yeah. last year. I'm like, this guy, this is Joe Rogan yeah. from the past. He looks completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I when uh, when you were like showing me the podcast and stuff, and then I, you were like, "I'm like, is this the same guy from Fear Factor?" <laughs> and I'm like, "There's no fucking way. That's a, those are two different guys." Yeah. Even like in my mind, like the head shape was different, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that is him." That he just has like complete. He's like he looks completely different though. Yeah, because he like lost all his hair. He got really jacked, and he got a bunch of tattoos. Yeah, apparently he hated it or something. It was no, he he talks shit about it all the time. Yeah, all yeah, the time. yeah. Um, job's a job, I guess. Yeah, you know that uh, Stranger that kid from Stranger Things, the main kid that Finn Wolfhard. That's, yeah. that's why he always did the horror stuff. He uh, he, oh yeah, he, he did, did it. He did it. it. What else did he do? Uh, he's in Ghostbusters too. The, the, the reboot. 
Yeah. No, the reboot, reboot, reboot. There's some <laughs> coming oh, out. Uh, well, it got it was supposed to come out this year, but it got God delayed. Goddamn. All right. Yeah. He's like the horror kid. <laughs> That's gonna be his stick for a little stuff. while. Yeah. Cool. Are we? Well, do you guys want to wrap up the show? You just with, read my fucking mind. Uh, these fucking. Uh, <laughs> you want to wrap up the show with uh, these uh, spooky tweets? On why my apartment yeah, let's is do it. haunted. Read them out to us. What's the last thing that happened? Yeah, read them out. All right, so um, give some context. I moved into my apartment complex two years ago. My apartment complex got built when I moved in, so I I am the first person to live in this part of my complex. <laughs> uh, so there's ne- there's never there's no like bad juju in the walls yet from like past tenants or anything. So. I don't know why these things fucking happen, and these things happen occasionally every couple months. They're never continuous, but they just happen every couple months. There's something weird will happen, and I have been uh, after a while. I started like just uh, writing them down. I started making tweets out of them, so I can make a big catalog of it, and then I can come back and read them. So this is my update. Uh, they may not all be in order. I'm going to try to make them all in order as much as I can possibly from what I can remember when it happened. This has been going on for two years, so let me see if I can find a tweet from uh, 2000. God damn. That's two years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> Top five videos, scary horror movies. Okay, so... Um... Well, why was he looking? I remember we went to his house and remember I, what was it? I heard someone. I thought someone you, was in the bathroom. You saw so, oh, someone God. standing in my bathroom. And we paused for like at least like a minute. We just got quiet. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. drained all the air out of the room. And they drunk. Because he thought like, say, we're up. dead quiet. You, yeah. She like you can hear the door crackling and going and opening, and then Adrian walks in and like she just like looks at us and we just look at her and we're like. She's you like, what? See what? <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. Um, so, okay. I think this is like the first thing that happened. So, uh, tweet one uh, at it was uh, 5, 10, 19. My TV keeps turning on at 3.30 in the morning every night. There's no timer. And then I had a dream a ghost murdered me. I don't know which is, uh, which is haunted, the apartment or the TV. <laughs> I love that you, <laughs> you dreamt that a ghost is murdering you and you were just like, yeah, the TV's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see let's find another one for my teen uh weird things that happened in my apartment update last night around 1 30 me and my girlfriend heard a very loud scratching sound in our bedroom but when we turned on the light i couldn't find where the sound was coming from after the sound stopped so i remember it was yeah it was like it was a we woke up in the middle of the night and there was just like this weird scratching sound coming from like i guess like the corner of my room around like my closet area the closet area is like where the most shit happens for some fucking reason but it was this weird scratching one of the people that built that place killed somebody and buried them in the drywall (laughs) oh my god maybe i always said that they probably built over a graveyard i always told them that (laughs) they destroyed Um, or whatever okay oh here's one (laughs) uh 12, 10, 19. <laughs> All right, my apartment is haunted. I think it's just me just accepting after my fucking TV turning on. Uh, okay. Oh, here's one. Uh, 
12, 15, 19. Uh, spooky apartment update. Last night, the bathroom light <laughs> turned on by itself. Really, though? Oh, my God. Wait, did you see it? Or is like someone the, forgot Yeah, it, it, it just turned God on. Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, 10, uh, 8, 19. I don't think my apartment is haunted. They just built it last year, but I did have my TV turned on at 3.30 a.m. <laughs> on two different occasions. The two different occasions really is what like sells it. So you can yeah. use your camera and record activity in your house. Get a good camera. But there's no timer because it would just it would keep happening if there was a timer. But it only happened twice in not increment times. It was also just timers two don't turn on your times. telly. Oh, true. Yeah, they turn them off. Um, let's see. There's some eight, five, four. Uh, okay. Uh, here's a tweet from four twenty five twenty. Uh, I woke up at 2 a.m. last night to the sound of a child screaming coming from my wall or floor. I was too sleepy oh. to investigate. That means you were scared. <laughs> Absolutely hate that. Uh, 10, 3, 20. Maybe I'm haunted, <laughs> not my apartment. <laughs> Demons, Joe. Demons. Because I'm like, this is weird that, like, because I was trying to wrap my head around, like, why is my apartment fucking right. doing all this shit when it's brand new? Um, let's see. There is a five, five. Okay. Oh. oh, these are back to back. Um, so five, nineteen, twenty. Uh, I heard a scratchy voice coming from my kitchen slash living room while I was in my bedroom. I think I was streaming. And then I took my headphones off and I heard like a scratchy voice coming. So my door was shut, but I could hear, oh, but God. my kitchen is pitch black. And I heard like a, a scratchy voice coming from it. Not a good time. Did you hear, did you hear what the voice said? Uh, the next day. No, it was, just Damn. couldn't make out what the fuck I was saying. Uh, last uh, so okay. Uh, last night I woke up at three a.m. and had sleep paralysis plus night terrors for the rest of the night. I remember waking God, up in damn. a cold sweat and like, yeah, I was having a real. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember I was just being fucking terrified in my dreams. This that was the that was the day after the I heard the scratchy voice coming from my kitchen. Okay then, that's a bad time, Crockett. Yeah, it sounds like you got a demon, dog. Uh, 8-26-20. Uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. to a weird sound coming from my kitchen slash living room. If I had to guess what kind of sound it made, it made like an animal, not quite. There was, I don't know if this is the same time, but there was a time like where I woke up really early. I think yeah. it may have been 6 a.m. or something, but I heard like a, like it sounded like someone's, someone, so my girlfriend has slippers. And it sounded like someone put on her slippers and Just was against our, our floor going uh, oh, outside of our door, like back and forth. And she was with Just you in bed? Yeah, she was asleep and I woke up and I'm like, what is that? And it was. Is there an instance where your door was open one day? Oh, I guess I never made a tweet of that. Uh, <laughs> I saw someone standing in my door fuck? in my closet once. No, I mean, open your front door was open, right? Didn't it happen to you? 
my front door. My front door can't be open. My it's weighted. Who who said a front door was open the entire time? Like overnight, it was open or unlocked, maybe. Oh, probably. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've had my door un be unlocked all night before, and I locked it the night that I went to sleep before I went to bed. It was uh, when, oh, when I woke up in the morning. It was unlocked. <laughs> maybe got a squatter. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a homeless person like God sleeping damn. in my walls. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's actually scared than a ghost. Terrifying. <laughs> be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that one video, that video of that guy. Is it the term? It's like, called squatter. squatter. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That that video or the guy finds that that girl has been like ah. sleeping in his like vents and goes to the kitchen. Yeah, because he like he like he was like, why does my sink smell like piss and like why why is like my food keep going missing? Because he thought it was his girlfriend like eating his like food and stuff, and she just didn't want to admit to it. So he sets up a camera, and then when so he lets his uh, he leaves for the day, and then he sees <laughs> this fucking woman. He had like a weird vent ventilation system, and he sees this woman coming out of the vents. Yeah, and she like starts like eating his food, and then she pisses in the sink, and then like, there's one instance where he's like sleeping, or he gets up in the middle of the night. She's sitting in the kitchen. She goes under his table, and he goes into the fridge. Grabs yeah, and he has like no that idea is... she's there. When Dude, I saw like... that video, that freaked me the fuck out. I'm like, are you fucking serious? How would you react when you sat down on your computer watching this footage? That would you just freeze like, there? Hey, no, but like, <laughs> are they watching you're, me right now? Yeah, you just look at your vent, and she's, like, <laughs> sitting there, like, with her eyes yeah, like out. Oh, my God, dude. That's scary, right? That's, that's scary like a, that, that's, that is another instance of when your body just leaves your fucking soul. Like, you, like you, you just die. Footage, and you, you, don't, like, you, you see don't her in the footage. Like, pause, you just <laughs> look around. Gr that's dude, a fucking that grunt shit right proper there. proper terrifying. <laughs> Why would you do that? Is it homelessness? Probably they're no just home? they're just like yeah they, yeah, they look homeless. for a way to survive and that's sometimes the easiest way. It happens. It, it's like a rat. It happens thousand. often enough that it's like a per pervasive news report. Like it it happens like more than ten times. <laughs> yeah. Was she? You heard a did story. she live there before and knew that she could get up there? Like, how does she know she could like stay in those vents? It's like that story about to say, like, someone brought a house and there was an extra room they did not know. There was a yeah. guy in there sleeping. Yeah. Like, it was an extra room in their house they didn't know. And it was like some, like, apartment, compartment or whatever. Yeah, and the guy was just living there. And it's like the same story oh as the guy you just saw just then. That's weird. That shit's, that shit's always creepy. So, yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, one time I did see someone, like, standing. I had this weird feeling that someone was standing mm -hmm. in the closet with the door open. Um. Uh, one time I I had my closet door open and I turned out the light and I went to the bathroom to grab something and I came back and the Terrifying. closet light was I on so there's always there's always weird shit going on in my closet and my girlfriend will freak out so I wake up uh, I yeah. leave like I go to work at like 6am uh, if I get up go in the closet and grab like my clothes and stuff and then i don't cl shut the closet door she'll immediately wake up and tell me to shut the closet door she would not let me leave without making, that making is... me shut it jordan what's like, like paranormal activity where the, the wife knew the entire time she had a ghost following her oh my god this. like the ghost is attached to adriana she's adriana. the one who's cursed you yeah okay and it's then i have weird. one uh the latest tweet it, this is from uh uh 10 12 20 so this is like a couple weeks ago ago um 
it, it's a it's a picture of a text message uh, Adriana had sent me, and she said I was folding the laundry, and some weird noises started coming out of oh, the closet God. area. What's in the closet? You got me. Yeah, I don't know closet, why dude. there's so much weird shit that happens from the closet. Dude, someone, someone got. That's really. That's, I feel like that's someone a thing. Got, no. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on like me to be like streaming, and then some something weird standing like <laughs> behind me on stream, and people are like, "What the fuck?" Get have you guys the, have seen those like get videos? Get the Xbox Connect thing. Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah. happened before. Where the the thing was connecting to the fucking ghost, and you saw the and the dude saw the ghost behind him, like the shadow. Sure, yeah, myself. it's yeah. fuck. Look at this those top, freaked me out. Top five scary. Videos. I'm literally up. Yeah. Yeah. What's the guy's name? <laughs> Nuke TV, whatever. Top fifteen. Top five. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> that fucking guy. Yeah, that guy. Part, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mister Chills. That's his name. He like. Yeah, did you chills. see it? <laughs> and he got a pause and it's like this little tiny thing. <laughs> How you will see that? <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce. Any more weird shit, Crockett? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. come back in a year and we'll. we'll I'm sure we'll have a fucking batch of new. Perfect. New he new dies stories. tonight. He like dies. Yeah, I tonight. died tonight. Yeah. It, it, like the ghost, like, <laughs> like he knows too much. Mentally <laughs> ill man dies on TV. <laughs> Mentally, it's like, Mentally deranged man. It's dies. fucking John Ham is like sweating my gonna, closet. Kirk is gonna be streaming like ailing isolation. Neck's just gonna snap the wrong way. <laughs> no man. But yeah, I'm gonna like, keep going. Like <laughs> it's yeah, gonna be a, it's a, <laughs> I'll never forget what Jordan told him, Mr. Strong's wife. Hey, what's that? <laughs> Outside. <laughs> I scared a mess out of her. That was so very funny. You want to like, ex- you want to you want to tell that story before we close out? Yeah, like we just. I mean, that was the story basically. Like he was at his house and he was well, like, like, just have a conversation. So we're all at Strong's house. We're all hanging out. <laughs> Me, Strong, his wife, Tay, and then some other students from school. And like they had this big glass screen door that like a sliding door that goes out into like their backyard. And it's like pitch black outside, and we're all like just like uh, eating and just like, you know fucking around and stuff. And then we're like standing there, like I'm standing there talking to her, and I, like she's standing, uh, she has her back the against the like the yeah. the glass door, and I'm like standing there talking to her, and I just do this, I go, do you see, you see that guy out there? And she turns like, <laughs> no, you're like, who's that? Because you never heard a joke before. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what? She's like, she felt like she kept looking like Crocking, what? Did you look you're again? such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it's so funny, it was so funny. It was so funny. I laughed right now. Look at that. Wrap up the show, Jordan. Yeah. Is... Yeah. Are you, are you want me to do it? Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the show. We do appreciate it. Thank you for coming to our first ever Halloween special show. Hope you liked all our costumes. Me as Kaneki, Tay as a ninja, Colin as a caveman, and Brian as um. a. Uh, pervert. <laughs> that's why he's you can't see his screen that's, right now. Yeah, so he, he yeah, got his pants down. Go, I'm What's commando on it right now. Is it re- left or right foot? It might be a <laughs> good thing I don't have tonight. a backyard anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> Brian might be in my backyard mm-hmm. tonight. Dude, if I had Karen I'm taking my ninja sword out and just <laughs> Oh you can tell Cut off that big <laughs> dick. I wish that happened. What a freak. Tay's looking for a fight ever since he got that katana, man. You see him in these trees from a mask up. The time is now. Uh, Guys, if you uh, like this podcast, give us a big fucking like. If you dislike it, give us a big dislike. If you guys want to uh, be a part of our community, we have a Discord community now that we've been uh, 
Frequently it's, updated. Yeah, I mean, we're like, we're, we're like kind of active good about right now. it. Uh, we had we just had a successful movie night where we watched uh, the original Alien movie and then we watched Godzilla 2000. It was a lot of fun. It was like kind of like Mystery <laughs> Science Theater where we just like cracked jokes at the, awesome. the movie and shit. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we give um, updates and then anything we give all, like a bunch of exclusive content and stuff about like what's mm-hmm. going on in the show and so I don't think we even use the the shit that we post in the the channel. Well, we should have we should have talked about Giants thing maybe yeah, next time when it's on, it's on a Halloween show. show for sure. Yeah, we do. We should yeah definitely do like a weird like uh, discovery like monsters and shit uh, podcast. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, guys, you can see this show on Spotify. You can see the show on uh, Apple. Is it yeah, Apple what is it called? Apple Podcasts? Apple Podcasts, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we d- we finally got up there now. So you guys can... Uh, Truck and Ship Podcast. We should be the first thing to pop up right. on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, but guys, um, do you guys have any final words? Oh, uh, Colin, where can they find you at? Uh, I'm on Twitter at underscore Space Whales and also on Twitch at Monkey Omega. Twitter at uh, Brian, Brian, where can they find you at? And Twitch at Brian Brownie. Okay, Tay, where can they find you at? <laughs> Twitter dot slash T infinite underscore. <laughs> that is that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. Guys, if you mm-hmm. want to follow me on any of my socials, uh, Twitter is uh, cyber uh, underscore calamity. If you want to follow me on Twitch, it's just cyber calamity. Guys, thank you for making for the end of the show. We'll see you uh, next week. Doses. Or next week another November. barrel of monkeys. Yeah. Fuck, I might- it is. Do a PS5 unboxing video. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. To get it on yeah, cool. do it. the twelfth. Yeah. yeah. Do something. Right. Two more weeks, baby. We'll see. We'll see. I want to see. I wonder how long it's going to take for my PS5 to get here because of the same. Because of Target. Because yeah, Target was like, video. no, you're definitely not getting it on fucking day one. I'm like, oh shit. Well, at least I definitely at get least it. I have it though. Oh, definitely get an Amazon link. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. He did get an Amazon link. I was lucky. Kept refreshing right. the page. War was before. <laughs> Shout out to him. Right, and also, guys, big you. shout out to Colin, too, by the way, for doing the Discord stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Discord manager. Woo! Did a fantastic job, dude. That was awesome. Yeah, movie night was fun yeah. last night, dude. Yeah. All yeah. right, guys. Thank you for making it to the end of the show. We do appreciate it. We'll guys see you next week. Whoa.